0: listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired, standing guard on the wall of freedom.
1: As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it, now or ever.
0: Great Patriots America, this is the Patriot Cause, got another great veteran that's going to be, that's on the show with us today. His name is Michael Sanderson, and he was a sergeant in the Army, and he's going to tell us uh, about specifically how he got in the Army, why he joined the Army, what he did in the Army, and then uh, we're going to move right along and, and let this awesome Patriot tell us what he thinks about America, the world, and just pretty much anything that's going on. So welcome to the podcast, Michael. Glad to have you here.
1: Nice to meet y'all. Um, can't get my phone and my computer to work on the same page for video, but I got the audio finally. Um, I was a sergeant. I went in the army in January of 1973. Right. Uh, Shortly after my 17th birthday, my father was disabled and I was uh, a rowdy kid uh, and I needed some some more structure in my life. I went into the army. Uh, It was the tail end of Vietnam and I thought I was going to end up going there, but they changed. And... uh, started to wind it down, so I ended up going to Germany instead. Uh Once I was done with my tour in Germany, I re-enlisted while I was over there, by the way, Uh, got stationed at Fort Ord, California, and got hurt not long after I got there on a field training exercise, and uh, they changed my MOS eventually to uh, subsistence supply. I didn't much care for freezers and uh, sitting behind a desk, so I ended up getting out. Uh, Well, plus, they wanted to give me a promotion, but I had to go to uh, Korea instead, and I just didn't want to go. But
0: (laughs) that's beside the point. It's nice to meet y'all. Awesome. Same here. Glad you're here with us. Uh, Really appreciate your service uh, to this this great country. Uh, Not enough of us veterans actually talk to each other that way which I think is kind of funny but (laughs) I always do no matter what veteran that I meet I always thank them because we know we've been there we've done that as as you would say uh, what's going on so what I want to start off with is you're also part of the convention of states which I'm part of also and that's, that's an organization that's standing up uh, a grassroots army to rein in our federal government. That's basically what we're doing. I've been in it since about a month after it started. So I actually joined in 2013. So I've been in a little while doing this stuff. So, but there's everybody has a story. And my story was I was a federal government employee, I was just sick of what was happening in the government. And I happened to go to a constitution meeting that they had in uh, Arkansas where I lived there and they presented the convention of States thought about it for about a month. And I'm like, well, that's sounds good to me. And that's how I started in the COS. So can you tell us your story? Why are we, I mean, why are we doing this stuff? You know?
1: Well, um I was, uh, deemed unemployable uh, about a year and a half ago, and did not do well with forced retirement uh, mm-hmm. due to my physical injuries. and uh, I was I, I saw this online somewhere and, Read about it, tried to find everything I could on it, and uh, agreed with everything they were saying. So that's, that's what brought me here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, the, the country is in a situation, I, I believe, at least in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like this, the, what is actually going on. Uh, by, quote, the people that are supposed to be leading this country. And I don't I really don't care what side political realm you're on there. It's it's messed up, period. It's all of them. Yeah, it's 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 not a well, they're worse than we are. No, it's, you know, Washington, D.C. is just a big fat swamp. There's a few in there still trying to fight for us. And I believe they are. Yeah. but uh, overall the, the it's a it's a machine. it's just a bureaucracy of, uh, machine. So situation of the country, what's going on with the politics and the you know the issues that are happening, what do you feel that is there anything else that we should be doing or maybe at least talking about how to fix our country other than, you know, Convention of States. I think Convention of States is a good thing. But how do you feel about what's going on?
1: With the media being what it is, um, silencing everyone that has an idea of how to rein in the federal government, uh, I think the Convention of States is... The only way I see that it can be done, Um, it's got bipartisan support. Mm -hmm. And I don't know of anyone that's not a socialist or a communist that would disagree with anything that COS stands for. So I'm all into the COS. I'm writing an email right now to all the veterans who have signed up and trying to motivate them to talk to their family, friends, service organizations they belong to, and uh, getting the word out. Um, Even if they don't volunteer, if, if, if they know someone, they may live, I mean, they got friends, family, some of them probably all over the country, and some of them in states that aren't aren't, uh, don't have the resolution passed. So it's a way to grow it grassroots and, uh, it's something we just have to do.
0: Absolutely. Um, what what gets me is i talk to a lot of veterans about what's going on and some of them, I mean, right up front, their attitude is, is we got to pick up the rifle. And what they don't realize is this, this is not 1776, you know. I'm not saying that may not come to that. But we have to do everything as people first, the best yes. that we can, to help preserve our nation and the freedoms that we have. We've got because, to work
1: within the Constitution. Um, absolutely. Otherwise, we're not any better than they are. Um, That's correct. But if they get to that point, um, if they start it, I bet, I bet you we can finish it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. If well, give me an example. You know, they got the truckers on their way to DC. You know those kind of things, and I guarantee yep. you, if this government treats those truckers like Canada did, they can stand by. Because these people won't tolerate that crap. I guarantee I'm you that. I'm
1: pretty sure you're right.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be like, you know, because, you know, these are peaceful protesters like everybody else. They don't have any weapons or nothing. You know, they don't even yep. have rocks. Right. They're just using their voice.
1: But we know right. where to get them.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if the government comes comes after these people armed. Right. That's tyranny at its best. I was trained in how to handle crowds and mobs and that kind of stuff. Yep. And the majority of the time, majority of the time, when you're doing that kind of function, you do not have a firearm on you. You don't have a yep. weapon as far as a yep. firearm. You got a billy club and that kind of stuff. Yep. But these Canadian police, they came after these people carrying weapons. Yep. You know, threatening, threatening them with with weapons. And that's that's just ain't how it's done. So no, hopefully,
1: it's
0: not. hopefully we won't end up at that at that specific point. I want to shift over. and I, I want to know your opinion about Russia and what, what, you know, attacking the Ukraine and what's happening in you know, the eastern world, NATO. I mean, what do you feel about what's going on over there?
1: In some ways, I think that uh, they see Biden as a chump, and I'm not sure that Biden isn't conspiring with them to help his poll mm-hmm. Um I think he is that dirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's absolutely possible. Still playing him as a chump. Right. And the other thing about Russia is I have a lot of respect for Putin. And I talk yeah. to people like that, and they look at me like, what the hell's the matter with you? I says, No, no, you don't understand. Uh, in the military, we are trained to respect and learn the strategy of our enemy. Because yep. if you don't, then you're looking at it from one lens. And a lot of people are looking at the situation point from one lens. I'll tell you up front, I don't think what Putin did is right. Okay, In my mind, I don't think he should have invaded Ukraine, but he did. And he had legitimate reasons to do it from his point of view. And his point of view is you have encroached, NATO has encroached year after year, bringing all these smaller countries that used to be part of the bigger, bigger Russia, Yep. Into NATO, and now virtually every single inch of their border between their country and Europe is now NATO. Yeah. Um, and so I don't I don't blame them. I don't blame it all. But here's the here's the other part about this: NATO is I, not NATO like we used to think it was. No, no it's no. not. NATO is the new world order. That's what NATO is today. It's being controlled yep. by the United Nations and all of these, uh, the big, <laughs> big, yeah, all of them. So, uh, it's not a, it's really not a good situation all around. It's not a good situation. Yeah. And no, it's not. Is it possible that, you know, Putin may push the button on some nuclear weapons? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think either. you, I don't think you will, but you, you never know. It's the no, you screwed all right. up right now, you know, <laughs> It's just a, it's a mess. Um, It is. um, So you, you were in the army. Yes. And you came in in 73. Yep. Have you had a chance? I've talked to quite a few quote veterans that are in right now. So in other words, like privates, corporals, Uh you know, kids that are in the military today. And well, listen, listening to them talk, I'm just going, th- this is not the, the same military that I was part of. No, it's not. Have you um, run in, Have you had any of that kind of experience talking to any of the active duty guys?
1: No, I haven't. Um, I go to McDill and everything, but uh, the commissary, base mm-hmm. exchange and everything, but I don't get the chance to speak with them. <laughs> but everything I see on the news, uh, it's scary that the military is, is – the, the leaders in the military are allowing this to happen. I,
0: I don't understand. Yep. It's like I was talking uh, with – and his name is Andrew Feinsilver. He's a uh, senior master chief or senior master sergeant in the air force. He's still in, but he's on terminal leave. So he's getting ready to retire. And he did 23 years in the, in the air force. And of course I asked him, why are you retiring? He says when COVID came into the military, they Uh created this COVID emergency group or whatever in the air force. Right. And he was put in charge of this COVID thing, as he called it, right? Mm-hmm. Where he had to make sure everybody got their shots and blah, blah, and, and the mask, all that stuff. And he learned very quickly how all of this is political. And it really started upsetting him, specifically because the Air Force is agreeing to do all this crap. Right. <laughs> and he said, um, this is not right. You know, the Air Force is not what it used to be or what it was when, before the COVID thing or whatever, but that's just the beginning of now you have, uh, this, I guess you can be whatever you want to be, or call yourself whatever you want to call yourself and still join the military. (laughs) It's just, it's sad. I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine going to combat. And and have either these weak, weak hearted people. Nope, uh, you know they're gonna crush under any kind of combat situation. They wanna oh, they're gonna to... change.
1: I can see them changing the dress code.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it's gonna be crazy, but
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. So it's it's insane. Well, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to talk about? Tell us uh th- the listeners. Like I said, there's a lot of people out there listening to you, so uh, any advice or things you want to talk about
1: get involved stay involved talk to friends family acquaintances we need to get the word out there all over the united states we need to fix the problems that are plaguing our nation Um, We can't go anywhere else and fix anything else anywhere else in the world if we can't clean our own house first. We need to to do what's necessary to get the job done. That's about all I got to say.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. No problem, sir. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate you being on the podcast. I know uh, we kind of had a hard time connecting and, and getting there, but we finally made it through it. So um, I would love to bring you back next year because I'm going to do this every year. And I call All it right. Veterans Week where I actually, that's it, 100% across the board for the whole week talking to veterans and getting their That'll point of view what's going on. So, and if you have uh, veterans in your state, you know, people you hooked up with and they want to come on the podcast anytime, just tell them, contact me. You can send them that contact info and whether they're part of COS or not doesn't matter to me, you know. I will do that, and I'll and if they they want to talk like you're saying, stand up and say something. Well, here's here's yeah. the mic, right? This yep. is a lot, a lot of people listening to us. So, awesome. I appreciate your time, Michael. I I can't. I, I just my heart explodes when I get to talk to veterans and and just reaffirm that it's not I'm just not the crazy one that believes in the Constitution. There's actually other people out there that really do believe in it. So, Well, we we did sign
1: an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Um, I never saw any uh, expiration date on that. Uh,
0: Yep, exactly. Not only that, the oath is to support and defend the Constitution, not the political Thank God he doesn't
1: say the president.
0: <laughs> Any of them. That's what I'm saying. You know, we're, we don't we don't have an oath to Congress or to the no, we don't justice system or executive branch. We have an oath to the Constitution and uphold yes, the Constitution, do. which means domestic enemies. If they're not doing it according to the Constitution, uh, we can fight them. Yes, we. A can. A lot of people don't realize that, and it may come to that. I hate to huh? say it. But it may come to that, and we will do that. Yeah. Well, thank you, that's sir, why for your we time. Need the
1: Second Amendment. Yes. We can't let them take our Second Amendment.
0: That's a fact, and you can't do the first one without the second one.
1: That's a fact,
0: and that's proven. You just look at all the other countries and ah. see what's going on there. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're shutting them people down in a heartbeat, and the reasons yeah, is because they, they know they're not armed. Yeah. You know, so. Well, thank you, sir. Have a wonderful day. You too, Gunny. Stay in touch. Take care there's, of yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, if there's anything I can do for you, you know how to get a hold of me. You can uh, Slack, call, or whatever, and uh, I'll, I'll be glad to keep in touch with you. And I hope that uh, you're, uh, you're handling retirement. <laughs> You Know it just it's your time this, this, now, it's it is, it's this, your time now. This
1: alone is uh is giving me a new purpose in life, and uh,
0: that's good. I'm that's appreciative
1: good. of the uh of the movement.
0: Yep, well, the thing about it is, retirement is not retirement for most of us, yep. it's we're, we're shifting, we're, we're no longer working for somebody or, or yep. that kind of thing, we're. I'll never retire that will never happen (laughs) Yeah, me me either but in 2019
1: they had to I had to have back surgery they fused L3 through S1 Mm. and uh, about a year after it it started having problems with it pain coming back and they operated on me again and, uh, on December 29th of 21 and, uh, ended up having to take all the old hardware out and put in new hardware. And they went from S1 through L4. They had to go up another vertebra wow. and I'm just recovering from that. And, uh, I gotta watch what I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I have a I have a bad lower back also, yeah. and I'm getting. Uh, matter of fact, I had an MRI done a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to uh, follow up with the doctor all next week. And yeah. it's back pain is is bad. It's, it's just, it is, it's and
1: and it's it's constant. I I my whole left leg was numb all the way down to my left foot, and I still have a little bit of it, but it's nothing like it was.
0: That's good. So that's good. It, it, it's
1: helping a lot. I don't have the back pain I did. Um, I'm able to survive with just plain old Tylenol and a muscle relaxant. That That's all the pain medicine I take. So
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Well, sir, have a great day. Thank you again for being on the podcast and looking forward to whatever I can do to help you and we'll get you back.
1: Thanks, Johnny. I appreciate your
0: service. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm. Great Patriots of America, I am so thankful that you're listening to the Patriot Cause. And this past week has been veterans telling you how they feel about this country and what's going on in the world. Share the podcast. I will continue to bring more veterans onto this podcast And that way you can understand from the people that have fought, physically been involved in battles across this globe to protect your freedom, protect our freedom. Share the podcast. That's the only way that this information gets out to let the American people know that the veterans of this country have their back, we will not ever bow down to any president or any individual legislation that tells us that the Constitution is not the document that we have raised our hand in oath to Stand by for more veterans throughout this year to get on the podcast. Thank you again. This is The Gunny Out.